Guess what? Car prices are coming down. It's the Business News Headlines for Wednesday, the 28th day of February. Thanks for being with us, everybody. In other news, will they or won't they? Wendy's is back in the news. We'll talk about that. We'll also check on the health of the U.S. economy with new news. The Biden administration is issuing new protections for privacy and why that matters. Gasoline prices are rising. We'll tell you why that's going on. We've got the Wall Street Report and hotels are raising rates, but cutting service. It's been that kind of year, right? Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O.com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Thank you, Hunter Pease, and welcome once again to this, the Wednesday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby, grateful as always that you've decided to spend some time with us and learn some of the big business news stories of the day. Another sign that inflation is cooling comes to us with news about the auto industry. The AP is reporting that price increases for cars and trucks in the United States, which helped fuel inflation for nearly three years, they're slowing. And in some cases, prices are actually falling. That, in turn, is helping cool overall inflation and is giving frustrated Americans more hope of finding an affordable vehicle. Behind the price slowdown is the large number of vehicles on dealer lots after years of severe shortages. With more autos available, the pressures that had sent prices surging have eased. At the end of January, American dealers had 2.61 million new cars, trucks, and SUVs on their lots. All of this according to Cox Automotive. By contrast, the supply a year ago was just 1.74 million. Though inventories of new autos are still well below the roughly 4 million level that prevailed before the pandemic, analysts and dealers say the rising availability suggests that this year will be the most affordable year of the past five in which to buy a new car or a new truck. The question is, will they or won't they raise prices during busy times? And if not, why did Wendy's announce they were moving to something called dynamic pricing? The AP is reporting that Wendy's is backpedaling a bit on remarks made earlier by CEO Kirk Tanner, who said the company was going to move to surge pricing, or what they're calling dynamic pricing during peak business hours. Here's what the company said after the story began to circulate, quote, Any feature that we're going to do is to benefit our customers and restaurant crew members, end quote. The company said in an email to the Associated Press that Wendy's will not implement surge pricing, which is the practice of raising prices when demand is highest. He said, we didn't use that phrase, nor do we plan to implement that practice, end quote. Wendy's did say that new digital menu boards could allow them to change the menu offerings at different times of the day, and offer discounts and value options to their customers more easily, particularly in the slower times of the day. So maybe that is dynamic pricing. 
We don't know. Stay tuned. For a third day in a row, the Dow lost ground, but not by much. However, all three major indexes did end the day in the red. I'll have those numbers for you in just a bit. The Commerce Department reported that the U.S. economy grew at a robust rate of 3.2% from October through December. The reason? Yeah, healthy consumer spending. The expansion in the nation's gross domestic product, that's the economy's total output of goods and services, slipped from a red-hot 4.9% from July through September. The fourth quarter GDP numbers were revised down from the 3.3% pace to what is now being reported at 3.2%. U.S. growth has now topped 2% for six straight quarters, defying fears that high interest rates would tip the world's largest economy into a recession. But far from stumbling, the economy grew at 2.5% for all of last year, topping the 1.9% growth in 2022. Meanwhile, as we have continued to report, we do not see a recession in our future. All of the signs point to continued growth, but still, consumers seem wary. So already, stop with the doom and gloom stories, would you, please? You can do much with an executive order. This time, it's about protecting Americans' data. President Joe Biden is signing an executive order aimed at better protecting Americans' personal data on everything from biometrics and health records to finances and geolocations from foreign adversaries like China and Russia. The move allows the Department of Justice and other federal agencies to take steps to prevent the large-scale transfer of Americans' personal data to what the White House calls countries of concern. The goal is to do so without limiting legitimate commerce around data. Biden's move targets commercial data brokers, the sometimes shadowy companies that traffic in personal data and that officials say may sell information to foreign adversaries or U.S. entities controlled by those countries. Gas prices across the country are rising, and we thought you need to know why. Forbes is reporting that the national average price for a gallon of gasoline hit a four-month high, and analysts expect it to keep rising due to three reasons. First of all, oil prices are up, as OPEC Plus is calling on members to voluntarily continue to cut oil production. Secondly, refineries struggle with capacity. In other words, they're turning out as fast as they can, and no new refineries have come online for years. Finally, some states are transitioning to a more expensive summer fuel blend. With all of that said, prices are far from where they were in their mid-2022 peak. Drivers in the U.S. are paying roughly $3.31 for a gallon of gas today. That's according to data from GasBuddy, while AAA puts the price slightly lower at an average of $3.29. Prices are highest in Hawaii, where drivers pay an average of $4.71, followed close behind by California at $4.70, due to a combination of factors including transportation costs and state gas taxes. Meanwhile, we're not bragging, but here in central Iowa, regular gas at 87 octane is running today, $2.95 a gallon. So that's pretty good, right? Once again, the Dow ended the day in the red, making it the third day in a row. The blue chips faltered and sank by 23 points in choppy trading to close at 38,949. The Nasdaq was off by 87 points to end the trade at 15,947. 
and the S&P 500 fell by 8 points to close at 50.69. Why? All eyes are on the inflation report and what that might mean for the central bank and interest rates. At newstime, West Texas Intermediate Crude was down by 56 cents, or $78.31 a barrel, and the yield on the 10-year Treasury was down at 4.226%. And finally, there is this, and this is about rising hotel rates and less service. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that hotel workers are more likely to be cutting corners rather than perfecting hospital corners this year. Why? Well, because much of the hospitality industry is still understaffed, which is forcing properties to compromise the level of service they offer their guests. Yet while staff sizes are constrained, wages are not. In order to lure workers back to an industry, hotels will spend $123 billion on compensation this year. That's up 20% from 2019. So while room rates are near all-time highs, you're not getting the service we once had. And some hotels have even cut out in-room dining. And that, well, that bites. And that's a wrap for today's business news headlines. Thanks so very much for being with us. For all of us that put this together each and every day, Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator, sales and marketing, Aaron Libby. The voice of the business news hour is Hunter Pease. And the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name's Michael Libby. Have yourself a great evening. Be safe. Be well. Be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.